Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy, with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great show for you today. We've got Alexa Kishner coming on. She's doing some great things out there. She's definitely rising out there. And we're definitely excited to, to talk a little bit about parts of her story. Yes. And here's some music. And she's going to even perform one song for you later excited in the show. Excited about that. So Alexa, yes. how are you doing Hello. Today? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, it, thank you for it's being our here pleasure. today. <laughs> now, of course. Now, I always start the show out the same way this year. Hopefully next year I can start it out different. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it's a crazy year this year. But yes. as you know, um, Corona is affecting everybody. Um, how has it affected you and what are you doing to maneuver through that? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously this is a very hard time for everyone. Um, for me, I feel like I actually have gotten to do a lot because I've had that time. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like if I didn't have this time, I wouldn't be able to do as much. And I actually just released a song um, last Friday, which I oh, wow. actually recorded in my basement, which I never oh, wow. thought I'd be oh, able wow. to do because okay. I'm so yeah. used. Yeah. I'm so used to working with producers, you know, in person, but I was able to record the vocals, send it to producers and it turned out so amazing. And I'm so excited about it. Oh, and so I think that I've just, the time has given me a lot um, to work on and I feel like I have been pretty productive. Um, and use the time well. That's good because I remember when we first started the show, you know, we started January 3rd and our original plan was, you know, 100 interviews first year. We thought if we did that, we'd be head of the crowd. We thought, you know, there's not yes. too many hosts that can say they've done 100 interviews every oh, yeah. year. <laughs> and, Definitely. Yeah, that'd be, that's amazing. And then COVID happens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, um, we might have changed the plans. This could be our year to shine because mm -hmm. artists like you need a place to talk now. And everything right. got cut down. Definitely. And mm -hmm. so it's like, you know what? We just need to step it up this year. And because of that, we're over 250 interviews already. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so That's your so goal amazing. is 300. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys. That's so good. <laughs> never, Congratulations never on that. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about the hobbies you like to do outside of music. I always like to start light before we really get into, you know, yes, into your story. Um, you know, I don't actually think about this a lot because I feel like my life is just mostly music. Um, <laughs> right. And it's funny. It's funny. Cause I was just talking to someone about what I would do if I wasn't actually seriously pursuing music. And I was mm -hmm. like, you know what, mm -hmm. even if I wasn't seriously pursuing it, putting music out, still I'd still be writing. I'd still be yeah. writing. Like, I literally, even if I get nowhere with my music, I can't give up on it because it just mm -hmm. makes me right. so happy. Yeah. Um, so it's something mm -hmm. that's always going to be a part of me, even if I'm not full-time pursuing it, which I hope I never am not full-time pursuing it. But <laughs> right. if I ever, you know, get to that point, I mean, yeah, I'm always going to be writing music. Um, but I mean, outside of music, I love hanging out with my friends. Obviously, I can't do that now. <laughs> but um, right. pre-COVID, I, um, I love exploring. I love traveling being with people, seeing new things. Um, yeah. And just learning every day. Um, and I think, I think there has been a way to go around, um, everything that's happening. And, you know, I'm still, you know, FaceTiming with friends. I'm still learning yeah. online. I'm still getting as connected as I can and releasing music and all that. So I think there is a way now to still stay positive. Love that. Yeah. Now for anybody that's watching live or if you're watching the recording when this replays later, 
Um, be sure to share, share, share this. Uh, yes. Helps us out, helps her out too. Yes. So it's a win-win for everybody. So the more you share, the more we can get people to know who Alexa is. Right. <clears throat> so. Um, yes. <laughs> what would you say is something quirky about you? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty like upbeat and energetic <laughs> in my life. So I feel like there's a lot that people might think about me. Um, but I feel like I'm kind of just always the person that's there talking and, you know, talking to anyone just like, like dancing at parties where no one's dancing. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm always that person that's just like out there. <laughs> I love, <that. laughs> love it. So, you know, there's always that age where, you know, a lot of times hosts will ask, <clears throat> when did you know you wanted to do music? I, yeah. like to, I like to go further. When did it click that this could be a career? I love that question. I absolutely love that. I've never gotten asked that, but I always want to answer it like that question. <laughs> I have always known, I've been singing since I was three. I mean, I know everyone says oh, wow. that, but it's it's what I've been doing. I've been writing, I think I started writing at 10 or 12, some, some young age. Obviously wasn't really good, but I kept writing and now I think <laughs> I'm a little bit better. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, but I mean, the thing for me was I listened to a lot of female artists growing up, especially mm -hmm. Taylor Swift is something, someone that's inspired me tremendously. And just listening to her and seeing, going to her concerts and seeing that a female could actually pursue this um, was just so, not surprising, but it kind of just made me realize that this is something that I could do myself. And mm -hmm. I don't think I ever really understood it until I actually saw her live. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it, it's crazy because even when I have those moments in my life where I'm like, oh, this is like really hard. Like, I really want to do music. I want to pursue it, but it's so hard. And then I go to a concert and it just clicks all again for me. And it's just <laughs> being in that moment and seeing someone else pursue the dream and having people sing words back to you. It's just, it's amazing. There's no other yeah. feeling. And you know, you're talking about the, um, the whole how hard it is that perfect lead into where we go now is yeah you know, as you know people see the glory of a blake shelton of a carrie underwood of a miranda but they don't see yes. the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles mm -hmm. not just to get to their level but to even at a career level and i always want yeah. to talk about that on our show because i think nobody talks about it and i'll tell a quick story that kind of helped guide us where i want this to go but back yeah. in 2014 we interviewed allison Steele from two still girls and at that time they were full-time with music and i remember asking allison what advice would she give an up-and-coming artist and i'll never forget the answer she gave us she said if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music and go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, you no longer own your life. Everybody mm -hmm. around you owns a piece of it. She goes, your friends and relatives, they never understand. You know, they've got this nine to five job. You've got a 24-7. <clears throat> so they invite you to weekends, to getaways, to, to weddings, to holidays. But, you, but you're gigging, especially at the beginning. You know, you can't say no to a gig and you can't cancel a gig. You don't want to be one of those type right. of artists. So, and they don't understand that because they don't live that life. You right. do. Then on top of that, your family around you, you they have to sacrifice. It's not, it's not just the artist. Then there are days you're, if that wasn't enough, there's days you're going to be miserable. You're not going to feel good. You're not, but you still got to get on that stage and smile like yeah. there's nothing going wrong. Mm -hmm. But then she added, and I love this part. She says, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, 
you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because that's the only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. I I absolutely <laughs> love I love that so much. I could not have said that better myself. I think that because I talk about this all the time. I'm like, there's nothing else that I could see myself doing. And I think about it all the time because I'm like, well, obviously, you know, I want to pursue different things and I want to yeah. test everything else out and everything. And I, <laughs> I've, I, you know, I've done a lot of things and I've tried a lot of different things. There's literally nothing that makes me as happy and as mm. whole as music does. Yeah. So I love that that's whole quote in so much because I think that perfectly makes people understand how important it is to actually love what you're doing because no matter how mm -hmm. much you want to do music you're good at it you could be so talented but if your heart doesn't love it it's it's just not worth it you have to absolutely love it with everything in you to pursue it and i think that's so beautifully said and you know we definitely get where y'all are coming from because you know even with this show you know we're trying to be like the bobby bones and the ty bentley's out yes. there yes <laughs> you know so Someday. We're, so we're striving to get to that high level too yeah. and people don't understand that with us they're like you know well, we're making no money with the show they they know that um but we've done so many shows we're doing it and we just keep plugging away and trying to build this crazy brand yeah. <clears throat> and you're and people around us it's funny people in savannah where we are don't understand it and think we should give up people in mm -hmm. nashville they're like keep going keep going yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. people don't understand it we, we get where you're coming from because we're in that yeah. same hunt mm -hmm. that the artist is and there's always going to be people around you that don't believe in you and that yeah, are going to think true. it's not a real career it's something that it's just luck but it's it's mm -hmm. totally it to it's so real it's so real yeah. and it's yeah. so hard for a lot of people to understand it so now that we talked a little bit about the sacrifice side, let's talk a little bit about the glory side, the side that people yes. get to see. So when you look back on your career so far, what are a few moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that. And I'm going to bring up one. Tell us about Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Okay. So there are a lot of moments in my career that I feel like was stepping points for me. And mm. You know, because growing up, I would always admire other artists and I'd be yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could do that. You know, it was never something right. that was so <laughs> sure. It was just I wish I could do that. Um, and then, you know, as time went on and I kept doing more things, I kind of realized that this is a real career. Like I was talking about before, and this is something that I can do. So one thing that happened, like you just mentioned, was I actually got to go live with Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, it was amazing because... He, I listened to his music growing up. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people did also. And I mean, it was just so wild that I went from promoting him and going to his concerts and being like, oh my gosh, I love your music to actually being able to talk to him about music and him actually promote my music. Um, so he actually pinned my name on his live stream, which was so sweet of him. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. And told, yeah, and told all his fans to go listen to my music. So even when I was off the live stream, he oh, still had amazing. my name pinned so people could look me up. It was so sweet. I'll never forget it. So wow. did you know that was coming? How did that happen that you got on there? You know, it was, it was honestly just I – was he was going live and I requested yeah. to be in it and he just um, answered my request. <laughs> it was that simple. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, and you just happened to get picked. 
I, yeah, I happened to just be on at the right moment and Good time. I'm so happy I did it at that time because it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was just good timing. <laughs> now, did a lot of his fans come over to you? Yes. Um, I got a lot, a lot of his fans, which I'm so thankful for. And I'm so thankful for everyone that came from him that listened to my music. And, you know, not only just because he said it, but they actually listened to it and told me they liked it. Um, which is well, amazing because I know like someone can tell you to do it and you're going to do it. But the fact that they came to tell me that they liked it was very special and I really appreciate it. <clears throat> so what are a few crazy, you know, crazy moments that you, I guess before I go there, let's go one or a couple more aha moments that, that you know, okay. we just had some, you know, tell us a few more <laughs> moments where you're yeah. like, wow. Cause of course that's the big one. I'm sure. Yeah. No, that that, that one's more. like, you know, in the front of my mind at <laughs> all the time, but um another moment is i actually like i said i grew up listening to taylor swift a lot um mm -hmm. so when i first got to nashville we actually a couple friends and i put on a concert um it was like a tribute concert i guess and yeah. we all got to sing two covers of her songs um we ended up selling i think about 500 tickets and it was my first wow. real gig um yeah in front of like a large crowd um and we had like a lot of people watching on the live stream. We had like, I think at the end, it was like 18,000 people watching at the live stream. Oh, it was oh, amazing. Um, it was some of my very close friends I was getting to perform with. And the whole experience was just, cause that was one of my first gigs, like I said. So it was an amazing first thing to, to go off of. And I loved that concert so much. Um, so that was probably the first thing that kind of made me set in that this is something that actually I could do because before I had known it was a viable career but now I kind of understood that I could do it that it was something that yeah. I was capable of and then going on I mean I played a lot of really cool shows in New York City that like blew my mind <laughs> um to say the least like it was totally the best experience I've ever had and I think just playing a lot of concerts it just it's just amazing. I, I literally can't even explain it in words. I just, the feeling of playing a concert, which I miss so much, but um, it just is something that I can't, ex I can't describe it. It's just so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us uh, one or two crazy moments that's happened to you, um, whether it's on stage, because yeah. you know, all, almost every artist has something that's happened. Yeah. And things just don't work out the way they're <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know if this is actually crazy, but every time I played at this one venue in Nashville, there was always someone that came on stage, like during my <laughs> set, like, to, oh, but it was yeah. so sweet. It was so sweet because they wanted like to talk to me and they wanted to take a picture. Yeah. And it was so sweet. So I loved it. So I don't know if that was crazy, but I just thought it was funny that every single time I played at that venue, <laughs> someone walked on stage. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean... I haven't had too many crazy moments yet. Um, I know I will, but I mean, so far I, everything's been kind of just good, bad, you know, the whole the whole thing. <laughs> you know, talking about a while ago <clears throat> about how you got on Justin Bieber. Think, um, mm -hmm. Landon Wall. I'm sure you know who he is. Yes, he, yeah, yeah. He, he wrote a song, I guess, "Lost Boy." I think it was. He wrote uh, "Being the Boy" part of um, Kelsey Ballerini's song. Oh yeah. Okay. And, and so, Pan, yeah. So he wrote being Peter Pan. Hmm. Oh wow. And he and he sang that. Yeah. And oh, my she gosh. popped up at one of his songwriting things to meet him. That's yeah. crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> because he wrote an answer to her song yeah. of why he's Peter oh, Pan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah, see, I haven't had those crazy moments yet, but hopefully something like that will happen. <laughs> but I love that. That's crazy. So um, I understand you've got a song to perform. Yes, I do. Um, so Tell this us about is a the song. song. Yeah. So I just released a song um, on last Friday, which was only not even a week ago. Um, yeah. And it's called Hopelessly. And oh, wow. this song... I was so excited about this because um, I, when I wrote this, I just kind of knew that I wanted to release mm -hmm. it. I was like, this is a story that kind of has to be told. I felt very connected to it. And then, like I said, I was just recording the vocals in my basement and I sent it over to a producer who made it the amazing song that it is. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So I think it's, I, I have such a place in my heart for this song. Um, just came out on Friday. I'm really excited. It's just about, having a romanticized version of life and just watching all these movies and feeling like it's so easy to fall in love and you kind of just think to yourself after watching these movies and relationships on tv that you could just walk into a coffee shop and then you know the perfect guy is going to be there the perfect person for you and i mean the song is just about that so <laughs> we'll tell our story after the song yes okay cool <laughs> okay yeah i hope you guys like it I can see it all right now The way you were here the first night that you took me out I could tell that you were nervous from the way that you were looking at me With those green eyes, staring to them all night A perfect gentleman when he kissed me goodnight Don't even know your name, but I see it Everything from now we met to our wedding rings. I see us growing old, but you don't even know me. Oh, I could see myself falling for you hopelessly. Falling for you hopelessly. Friday nights on your couch The first time that you told me you loved me How loud Never knew that I could feel like this About anyone But baby look at us You're everything that I need right now Don't even know your name But I see it from now we met to our wedding rings I see us growing old But you don't even know me oh, I could see myself Falling for you hopelessly Falling for you hopelessly do this all the time, built it up in my mind, everything I wish was mine, some kind of fantasy of all that we could be, if you notice me, mm -hmm. 
Hopelessly. <laughs> love it. Love it. Because <clears throat> um kind of remind us of us because we met back when it was taboo in, two, in 2002 we met online. Yes. And uh-huh. you know everybody's meeting online nowadays, but back then it was taboo in It was. And we met February 2nd of 02 online. We talked uh-huh. on the phone for the first time on February 4th. We set a wedding date February 18th. Yeah. And we met in person oh March fourth. So we were meeting in person to see who we were going to marry. <laughs> so, oh my you know, gosh! Not, I mean, I think we spent less than twenty days total together. Yeah, between between February and October fifth when we married. That's crazy! Oh my gosh! And look at you guys now. It's amazing. Look, we just crossed yeah. eighteen years. Eighteen married. years later. Wow! <laughs> Congratulations! That's amazing. Oh, thank you. So anytime somebody, I love comes, that story. Because there are stories like ours that are out there, and I, yeah, I love it when exactly, songs yeah. try to fit that. You know, yeah. it's not norm, right? Uh-huh. But they're out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm glad it's not just happening in the movies. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> now, granted, when you talk about the highs, there, I mean, we get married, and I went through 19 years of addictions. And the first five years of our marriage was really hectic on her. And that was another part where she didn't know that side of me because I was one of them that if you, if you were addicted, if my life was going good, I was, I would slow down on the alcohol. If it's not, I would speed up on the alcohol. So I was was like a roller coaster for 19 years. And then um, we get married and six months after we marry, my mom passes away. So I didn't know how to handle that. So of course I went back to what I knew best and so the first five years of our, I guess four and a half years of our marriage, it right. was really hectic on her. But, you know, she never put me down. She never nagged me. She never, you know, she loved me through the addictions. You know, sometimes you have people will say um, that she allowed me to walk over her. And that's really not the case. She allowed me to experience God's pure love through her because I would not be alive. I don't think if she didn't uh-huh. have the heart and the patience to deal with someone like me at that time. And, and because of how we met, she really felt like we had this God connection and all that. I believe that that's what held us together through those rough times because she always knew, okay, God brought us together for a reason. I just got to figure that reason out, you know. <laughs> you know. And here it is now, where you know I've been sober almost thirteen years. December twenty sixth be thirteen years. That's amazing. And. So everything's going like la la now, and we got and two, two kids. kids. Yeah. And- <laughs> two crazy kids. That's amazing. That's yeah, <clears throat> that's amazing. So, so one thing I like to do on the show, as you know, a lot of people they see the artists, but they don't see what it takes to make that art. They don't see the PR people. They don't see the right. producers, the managers, and I don't mm-hmm. think they get enough love out there. People they, like yes. that. they don't get no love. Yes, no, and they I don't. want them to get the love that they deserve. <laughs> They're awesome. Definitely. So take a couple minutes and tell us about the team that makes you who you are. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I know a lot of artists have a lot, um, a huge team around them. For me, I mean, as you know, Trevor Perkins, um, Perkins Publicity, he's doing the publicity for me. He's amazing. Um, he's such a good person along with the amazing things he does in his work. And I'm so thankful. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I had amazing co-writers on the song. I wrote this song with um, two of my best friends and I'm so thankful for them. I mean, honestly, a lot of the team that a lot of people have, I kind of do myself at this point, but um, I am thankful for the people that are here. And obviously I'm, I'm thankful. And there's so much even around, you know, the people that support me, my friends and my family that just mm. are mm. there, even when, I mean, they're not technically the team, but they, they count. So definitely. And, you know, and I always ask that and I, don't, and I always tell people, I don't care if you're a team of one or a team of 300, mm. like Justin Bieber. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that if I remember correctly, he was quoted to saying, um, that what used to take six people to do now takes 300. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, so, there's so much that, uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. There, there's just, I was just going to say, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that no one really knows about. So I'm really glad you guys yeah. are doing this because I mean, like, at least when I talk to friends that aren't artists, they really just listen to a song and they don't understand that you, have to you know record it and get it together and do all these things before release and then after release right. so it's it's good that you guys are that doing this. <laughs> you know they yeah. watch mm -hmm. your blake shelton's and they think oh you just you just get up there and you sing right and, yeah. although, his life, <laughs> and although his life is still heck is still hectic yeah uh -huh. for him that's about all he has to do because yes of, of the team. <laughs> team. but mm -hmm. for smaller artists they mm -hmm. are the team you know they, yeah. they might have a couple people that are part of the team but they still mm -hmm. have to social media they still have to oh, do way more than just get up there and sing yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely <laughs> it's all important yeah so i'm sure you probably got a thousand of these stories mm -hmm. but tell us a story that stands out where your parents did something above and beyond in your eyes mm -hmm. um that where you were like wow they get this is my career mm -hmm. yeah um I mean, my, I got lucky. My parents have been so supportive throughout the entire process of me kind of realizing that I wanted to be an artist and then pursuing it and still pursuing it now to this day. Um, and I think just them being there and, and, you know, taking me to Nashville even for a little bit to play some shows, play some, like driving me to shows to play in New York City. I mean, there's just so much that went into it. Um, and I'm, I'm very thankful. I mean, honestly, there's like you said there's so many stories there's so many um i think just the whole entire process they were there for me so that's the most i can ask for i love that and you know because we're a family-oriented show yeah. we've got a third co-host part of we our do. team our Yay! christopher so sandy's gonna get him i'm so excited <laughs> and we've got a 20-month-old in fact she was just turned 20-month-old yesterday she gets older she'll be plugged in the show too I'd love to hear her questions too. <laughs> she just mumble right now. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I'll I'll understand it. <laughs> we can just sit there and say, okay, um, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I agree. Hi, Alexa. Hello. How are you? What's your favorite food? <laughs> my favorite food. Yes. Um. Okay. Um. I think my favorite food probably. I mean. 
can I say chocolate? Is that like technically a food or does that not okay. count? Because I think either chocolate or if that doesn't count, then pasta. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite food? Pizza. Oh, see, we got the same thing going, pasta and pizza. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He could he could eat that all day long. Well, hey, maybe we can eat we can have a meal together one day. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Of course. Thank you. <clears throat> but yeah, he he really loves that. You know, he does. In fact, there's sometimes where an artist so has much. to leave a little early, and he don't. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't get to ask my question. Yeah. <laughs> question i love that question <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is i always joke that he's our secret weapon because many times we'll be listening to a live off, off of a, another artist who's been on our show and if they talk about our show at all they talk about him yes you know when's the last time like, you yeah. ask, when's the last time artists been asked from an eight-year-old a question <laughs> yeah. yeah i love it well that's a good thing to be asked about i mean you're gonna be known for something you may as well be yep. known for him <laughs> exactly right so if you could co-write with any person dead or alive who would it be and what would you want to write about it would definitely be taylor swift um, <laughs> um what would i want to write about i mean honestly i whatever she wants to write about <laughs> i feel like i mean i am um an artist but behind all that i am a songwriter and mm -hmm. i love even writing for other artists that um you know, I just had actually two artists release songs that I was a writer on. Oh. Um, and it's such a different experience. It's it's so fun to just be a songwriter on a song instead of the yeah. artist. I mean, I love being the artist, but it's so cool that you can also tell someone else's story. And, you know, even if the song's not for you, it could still be for someone hmm. else. So I love the writing process. And I mean, Taylor, if you're out there listening and you want to write, like you can choose the topic. I don't, I, I could choose it if you want me to. Like, you know. <laughs> you know, Speaking of Taylor Swift, I always have to tell mm -hmm. this story because um, I could be totally wrong on this, but mm -hmm. it's my opinion. You know, when she sang recently at the ACMs, the song Betty, if you mm -hmm. listen to the words to me, because, you know, there's always a hidden meaning behind every mm -hmm. one of her songs. Or multiple mm -hmm. meanings. Multiple meanings. Yeah. Multiple. Yes. But <laughs> if you listen to the song Betty, it's almost like it's Betty is country music arena. Just think about yeah. the song and think about yeah. the words. Uh -huh. It could be her saying, I messed up. Because when she went pop, you know, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of country fans yeah. were hurt. And, and you know, it's, and, and of course, well, it, would you like me if I showed up at your party? Well, she showed up at uh -huh. the party, the ACM. Yeah, thank you. Uh -huh. you know? so, I mean, it, hey, I, there's, there's always so many meanings to things. I mean, it, it could be. <laughs> That's, that's a good interpretation, maybe. <laughs> Either way, whether it's the right interpretation or not, I think it's a cool interpretation. It is, yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, it's an interpretation, yeah. <laughs> now, there could be a thousand answers to this question, but think of the first thing that pops in your head. What is a song out there that you've heard that you thought, I wish I wrote that? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Um, let me think. There... <sighs> that's so hard i mean honestly though like i feel like there are five songs right now and I, I don't i like i can't name them but there there were five songs that i listened to recently i have a playlist that i can even like share with you guys later but i have a playlist of five songs that i could just listen to on repeat um yeah. and it's hard to find a song that you can actually like 
just like never get tired of. But there are literally like I I have a playlist of five songs that I could literally listen to like over and over and never get tired of them. So I I'm not like remembering the names of them, but I will send them to you guys after this. And I'll, like, and for everyone that's listening, I'll like post it on my Facebook or something so you guys can see it. Oh, okay. But it's like it's the really good songs. <laughs> So what is a song of yours that you've done that means the most and what? Yeah, I mean, honestly, all of my songs that I put out mean so much to me. Um, I think I'm on my um, sixth single now. Um, and I think right now it would be Hopelessly, which just released because like I said, it just kind of opened up a lot of new possibilities for me. And I never really realized that I could literally record a song at my house just just me like no one else around and it's just very That's a game changer. yeah for for real i mean like honestly i think after this i mean i will never even have to go into the studio again because i know i can just do it um, <laughs> but, but i mean this song just it means a lot to me and i'm really excited that it's out and i hope you guys like it and i hope everyone that's watching likes it if you guys have listened or if you haven't go give it a listen and let me know how you feel um i love when people tell me how they can relate to the song and their interpretation of it and and how it relates to their own life so if you guys have those stories let me know i'd love to hear them and talk to you guys about it love that now this past February made the five-year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the artist the exact same question. Because the answer that she gave us is almost to the T of what she's living right now. I mean, she had this vision. She knew where she was going. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she said, look, I want to do this, 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 this. And she's doing yeah. this, 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 this right now. And it's five years later, exactly to the T. So oh knowing that. Where do you want to be in five years? In five years, I mean, I want to be on tour. And I want to be, you know, I'm kind of open. I could be headlining. Obviously, I'd want to be headlining. I'll be opening, too. I don't care, as long as I'm on tour. <laughs> um, and I honestly, I mean, I want to be selling out stadiums. I want people to listen to my music. And I want the main thing of the reason I became an artist in the first place is I always want people to listen to my music and know that they're not the only ones feeling this way because I think a lot of times it's so easy, especially when it's nighttime and you're getting in your feels and it's kind of just so easy to be like, oh my God, I'm literally the only one that feels this way. I'm the only one going through this. And I kind of just want to be that voice for people that doesn't, that don't really understand what they're going through. Um, so if I can just help a few people with my music, I mean, that's the most rewarding thing ever. So, I mean, in five years, it'd be nice to be touring and have a lot of people listening to my music. But the most important thing to me is I want people to feel like I helped them with their, with my music. I love that answer. Now, let's say that we look five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road. What You are mm -hmm. a success on a big scale. Whatever that looks like, mm -hmm. you're a big success. Mm -hmm. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you tell or remind her? You got this. I mean, the thing is, going off of that, I always think about, because whenever I'm feeling down or feeling like I'm not really getting anywhere, because um, it gets hard at time, I'm, times, I'm not going to lie, I always think about where I was five years ago. So I love this question also, because I think about this so often whenever I'm like not feeling great about where I am. I mean, I'm like, listen, if yourself five years ago saw you right now, she'd think you were so cool. She'd be like, oh my gosh, like I want to be you. And it's like, it's just so insane to think 
that every day you're growing and you're progressing and you're making strides in your own life. So, I mean, I think to my future self, I would just say like, Hey, it's going to get tough at times, but this is something that you've worked for your entire life. You got this. Um, I believe in you keep, you know, being true to yourself, be authentic, be, do what makes you happy and, and never let anyone tell you that you can't do it. <clears throat> Definitely love that answer. Love <clears throat> so let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing to be the one. And they've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say, that it factor. And they've played maybe 30, 40 shows. And they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. But they've gotten on stage. And they got what every artist says, that stage bug, where they look yeah. over the crowd. Crowds roaring for them. And they know they're in the right place. And they come to you. And they say, I just know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. Now, what advice would you give that specific person? help guide them the next couple years i would just say listen if it's in your heart that you know you want to do this it's going to be scary at times it's going to be hard but you got to keep going because if there's nothing else like i said like i literally cannot imagine myself doing anything else if you feel that way and you can't imagine yourself doing anything else you know that music is what you want to do it's gonna be hard at times it's gonna be so rewarding at times if you love music so much never stop making it because even if if you're, you feel like you're getting nowhere. So someone out there is going to listen to it. Even if it's just a friend, someone's going to listen to it and like the song and say that it helped them through something. So just keep making music. I mean, that's all you could do. Just keep going. I love that. <clears throat> now, as a rising artist like yourself, you probably have friends that are chasing this crazy dream. Yes, right along the side Who are one or two artists that people should know? Yeah, um, I mean, one of my best friends that I just wrote hopelessly with, Kira Stella, she's um, a rising artist also, but um, I love writing with her. Um, and then the other co-writer, I guess I should just shout out both of them, um, Leah is also a writer on the song, and you guys can check them out, they're in the credits on my song, but um, they're both amazing artists as well. And I mean, I have so many amazing friends, like most of my best friends now are songwriters <laughs> that I co-write with constantly. So I'm just so, so thankful that I have them in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I could go on for a year talking about how thankful I am <laughs> for my co-writers. Um, but I mean, guys, follow me on social media. I shout them out all the time. Um, everyone I'm writing with, I'm just so thankful for them and I want them to get recognition. As well. Anybody listening to this, please share, share, share also. So help yes. Alexa out and all that. <clears throat> so as we come to a close here, what is a question that you wish hosts like us would ask, but they kind of never do. That's hard. I've never gotten to ask them before. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess just off the top of my head, like just asking about, I mean, you guys already touched on like how I got to where I am, but I guess just the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people don't really know about and like how you get through those things. Cause I think a lot of, people, you know, they see songwriters and they know it's hard, but they don't really understand how you kind of come across that bridge yeah. when yeah. it's hard. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess a good question that I would probably want to be asked is how I get through those times where I'm kind of And you know, about. that brings up, I guess I'll ask one more question because that brought mm -hmm. up a question I normally ask sometimes, but, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you know, every artist has that moment to where they mm -hmm. can take two forks. They're, you know, it's get like you said, it gets frustrated. It seems yeah. like everything's going down. Or it could even be that, you know what, is this ever going to work? I mean, you're pushing, mm -hmm. you're grinding, you're doing everything it takes. Yes. In those moments or mm -hmm. that moment, tell us about a moment like that and how you got through it. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm normally a positive person. I, I think I'm lucky in that way that I'm normally pretty upbeat and I'm pretty happy most of the time. Um, and I think the reason I'm happy most of the time is because I get all my feelings out in songs, um, which is why a lot of my songs are sad <laughs> because that's what I turn to. Um, but I mean, it, there's just a lot of the time it's, it's so good and it's so rewarding to be making music and you know you release a song and it does well and you're like oh my gosh this is everything i've ever wanted i'm so excited but then you know for me you get those big moments and then maybe you release another song and it doesn't do as well as the song before um and that doesn't mean it's a bad song but it's just like you know something went wrong maybe there was like um something going on during the time you release it like you just there's just so much that goes into it and i think when i feel like I'm not really getting anywhere. I, what, like we were talking about before, I think I just kind of go back to, if you could talk to yourself five years ago, I mean, like, honestly, if I could talk to myself five years ago, I would, I know my five, five year ago, I don't know how to say that, myself five years ago would like be so amazed by everything I've accomplished today. And it's just kind of going back to that and knowing that, you know, you're every day, even if you don't feel like it, you're learning, you're growing even if it's something so small, like learning something new some, some one day, you're growing every single day and you're you're just becoming someone that your younger self would be proud of. And that's what gets me through. And you know, just talking about the five year ago thing, Sandy and I sometimes will talk like, what what were we thinking in December when we had this crazy <laughs> idea for this show? <laughs> we, we had no idea where this was gonna go. We had no idea we were uh -huh. gonna end up eventually doing video and all that, but we, we had an idea. And then it's just expanded and we're just sitting here like, okay, um, this How is happening. Is <laughs> yeah. And no, and it's amazing. Cause if you think about it, like if you guys like could just see the future five years ago and know that you guys hit that, that mark of, I forget the exact number of what you guys hit with the um, interviews. We, we wouldn't like, have believed if it. You could, yeah. yeah. You would never believe it. <laughs> you would just be like, no, you're lying to me. There's no way. So it's just so special to be able to look back and, and just know that, your younger self would be proud. It's it's amazing. Love that. So tell everybody how they can reach out to you. Yeah, so my name on every social platform is Alexa Kishner, um, A-L-E-X-A-K-I-S-H-N-E-R. My name is over here, so I think you can see it, but right. I um, would love to talk to you guys. I absolutely love hearing your stories when people reach out to me and they're like, here's how this song relates to my life. I love, love hearing your stories. I love when you guys are able to be vulnerable with me. I really appreciate it. Um, and even if you just want to say hi, I mean, I'd love to talk to you and just learn more about you and see how you're doing. So reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. We look forward to having you back down the road. Yes. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed being here as well. Oh, thanks. Right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Talk soon. Thanks, guys.